we're, we got Michelle here. Kate Cannon's coming in a minute, but Michelle just took a sip from her Starbucks. Is that coffee? It's decaf. It's decaf. Don't get crazy. Yeah. Um, and there's no lipstick. And what residue. color is my lip? It is like it's like a fire engine red lip, but it's got more orange to it. It's a tomato. It's a tomato. It's really it's called blue red, but it really has a tomato. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Um, Who makes but, it? Well, it's a good you, story. Okay. But notice that like. Uh-huh. Yeah. How did you? Is it the, because? Is it because you know how to put your lips around the cup, or is it the lipstick? No, I just the, smashed my lip on there. Did and you not see? It doesn't see come me? off. No, here's the How's story. How's it shiny like I that? I know. It's good. I know. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you? Yeah, tell me. Okay, so I was in D.C. Um, my favorite place there, town, is closing because the it's landlord. Closing. The landlord. That's where Tatiana performs. All of them. Banaka, yeah. all of them. Yeah. And there's Ed Bailey, the Grandmaster DJ, but also owns that. Oh, I know Ed yes, Bailey. Yes, adorable. I worked for him in D.C. 25 exactly. years ago. Exactly. That's him. Yeah, yeah. He's amazing yeah. and one of my friends. So he brought me in. You know, he's getting his, sorry guys, but his favorite people to come in for the last few weeks that yeah. are left. Yeah. So I was in last week and one of the the um, girls there, I, there, there's a lesbian couple and the one that does security gave me her girlfriend's line of stuff. And I guess they sell this lipstick like you would Avon or something else, like right. MLM, multi-level marketing. Yeah. It's called Lip Sense, and it comes with three things. And I was like, what is this all? It came girl. It came with directions. Okay, so you put one coat on, then so another. So you put a coat on, you a, let it dry. You right. keep going until you achieve the color you want. Yeah. I put a liner under it and bring the color over it so it doesn't go... I it don't think it'll bleed anyway, right. but I'm a liner girl. We know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then after it's dry, you put the gloss on. Okay. Now, it's it's got alcohol in it. You could feel it tingle when you put it on, but this shit does not. It, it comes with its own remover, put it that way. Oh, okay. And getting it off is a bitch. Right. Well, do, why would you want to take why it Why would you? I can do anything with this, and yeah. I mean dating. Uh, yeah, dating. Drinking yes. coffee. Uh-huh. Whatever you want. And it's got this <coughs> shine of a 70s diet I love it. Commercial. It really does. It has the shine of a of a 70s diet Pepsi commercial. Exactly. You know, when the girl sips the straw. I do. Yes, 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 it's yes, yes. It's perfect. Yeah. So perfect that I went and bought, bought like all the nudes and there's like a shine You bought them from the lesbian girlfriend? No, I couldn't find. I guess I could have probably tracked her down through Ed, but no, I bought it online. I bought it on eBay. And she, oh, it's like multi-level marketing. marketing. But I want to buy some more from her too. So I got to text yeah. Ed and get her info. It's and great. Lip sense. Lip sense. L I P S E N S E, like yeah, common lip sense. sense. Right. And it's the best thing I ever did. Yeah. It's the best thing product I've ever found. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Now I mentioned that we've got Kay Cannon coming in. Up, uh, she's going to come in at in, in like five minutes. Yeah. So we, we don't just to- we had to start. This yeah. is the thing, though. So when Michelle and I uh, get together, we don't want to talk because we want it on tape. Correct. So that we can record it. So we decided, you know what? Um, we'll have Kay Cannon come in, but we'll start the conversation now. And we'll stop and then we'll resume. And we'll resume. At some point. Okay, so now you're wearing a full beat today. No, I'm not. You do, bitch. You have on you have I'll on concealer have on. Yes. under your eyes. Correct. You've got on mascara. Yes. You've got a little shadow on your no, lid. No what shadow. is that? So I've got blue mascara on, which is probably reflecting. Uh-huh. Because look, my eyes are clean. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. nothing. Right. I didn't feel like doing a full beat today. And you've got you've got blush on. I got blush on. You've got a little bit of um um concealer no. on your face. No, there's just like um <clears throat> poor coverage. Okay, well that's that's, that's called not makeup. Concealer. That's called but makeup. No, I have no foundation on. Yeah. I, I do have concealer on. I do have royal blue mascara because I was feeling very 80s yeah. or, or late 70s. Right. Like a tab commercial. Yes. Yeah. So I was doing this juicy red lip. It's juicy. It is good. So juicy. <clears throat> juicy red lip. 
Um, and then I had this bright blue mascara and I thought, I don't need anything else with this bright blue mascara. Right. Anything else is really going to be too much right, or right. clash. Yeah. And then I put a little blush in this new Morphe blush collection. The blush has shimmer in it. So you didn't even need to put highlight on top right, of it. Right. So I've got that because I looked really pale when I didn't. I was going to mm-hmm. leave without it. I What's thought, your makeup mirror look like? What's that? You know, because in New York, um, um, James did the bathroom there. He, he redesigned the whole house and um, the light isn't bright enough. I told him, I said, look, I want the mirror, I want the light in the bathroom to look like an operating room. Because when you're in New York, you go outside and everybody sees you all day long. You, I want to see everything. I agree. I'm going to change I'm gonna change it out. Don't tell James I said this, but I'm going to change out the light because it needs to be brighter. But here in LA, uh, at the condo, the light, I have a hundred lights up there. So Oh, I've seen your bathroom. Yes. Yes. It is so bright. It is. What is your bathroom like? I have two different things. My bathroom, actually, the lighting is brilliant. And not only that, there's windows. So you can open the shutters if it's daylight. So you get all great bright light and the flush of daylight. But- when I don't want to stand there and do it, I my husband bought me as a gift, an anniversary or a birthday gift, a product called Real Simple. And you could change the settings through your phone. I can go outside and say, this light is perfect. It'll match that light. Oh, bitch. On the mirror. Oh, bitch. Real simple. I think That's it's like 300 crazy. bucks. Great gift. Yeah. And it's this big yeah it's a tri mirror yeah, yeah so you can have that one and i travel with a product that's incredible and we should get you one they should send you one um it's called ricky ricky loves ricky r-i-k-i mm-hmm. it's the light that all the girls you use it's literally as flat and this size mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. a macbook air macbook mm-hmm. pro you plug it in it goes has all different brightnesses it could be like stadium yeah or it could be like dim right and it has a stand I travel with that. It's the best mirror I've And you had. go to ricky.com. How do you say R-I-K-I, it again? R-I-K-I. Um, R, wait a minute. R-I-K-I. Yeah. And it's just called Ricky Lights. And yeah. it's the travel and one. And you, you just get it online, right? You just get it online. I think I got it from Alcone. In New York. In New York. But I'm going to check right now so everybody knows. Um, it's amazing. Ricky Skinny, it's called. Ricky it, who? Ricky Skinny, like skinny, I'm on a diet. Yeah. And it's made by Glamcore, the same people that make our travel lights that are on a yeah, stand. Yeah, I'm old. You have to say this slower. Okay. It's made by who? Glam who? Glamcore. This yeah. is what it looks like. Okay. Oh, yeah. Those it's, lights are so fucking bright. Yeah, it's Ru. like a MacBook. Yeah. It's exactly it. Yeah. And um, it's $295. So, so Ricky Skinny... Ricky Skinny, it's on Glamcore, G-L-A-M-C-O-R.com. Yeah. All the girl uses all the girls use them. Yeah. It's worth everything. Oh, look, penny. there's Kay Cannon. Come and on now in. Kay can come in. Yeah. Now, uh, Kay Cannon, we 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 started talking because I wanted to talk uh-huh. about Michelle's lipstick because I, and we, she couldn't a hold good it in. Red. It's natural, isn't it? She, yeah. She we couldn't hold it in, so we started talking <laughs> before you got okay. here. So, but, but but just to keep you up to speed, talking about this lipstick, which doesn't come off with the um Watch. The Starbucks. Ready? Thing. Here she goes. Can I take a sip of the Starbucks cup? <laughs> look. Nothing. Nothing on the cup. And you see how wet her lips are? Yes. Juicy. It is really, really juicy. Now, Is you- it juicy? Pro- is it from... No. no. It's called Lip Sense. Oh. Like, this makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Lip, lip Sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. It's like a three pro- three process where you put on all Two, this. Two, but then the third to get it off. Because getting oh, it off yes, yes, yes. is literally like... Um, 
Yeah. And come back in to do yeah, it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like yeah. one of those. Now, do you wear, do you, you have makeup on today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate, now, just backstory, Kate Cannon is a superstar writer, director, whose blockbuster movie. It's perfect, bitch. Well, but she does that too, but her new movie is um, Blockers or Cock, cock Blockers. blockers. Or, as I like to say, Blockers. When they like pitch, when Universal pitched me the title, I was like, my directorial debut oh, <laughs> my God. is going to be blockers. <laughs> I just assumed that you came up with that. Oh no, so no I did no, too. No. no, it was it had many names because the script originally was called Cherries when it was on the blacklist. Yeah, and then when I got it, it was called The Pact. And there's yeah. already a movie called The Pact, yes. uh, which is a thriller. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a horror like, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and then it was Universal who they were like, we have. <laughs> The genius idea. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, it is. It, it I, is. We didn't great. have like another I love name that to title. Do. Yeah, yeah. And so I think because when I had pitched them the movie, I had sort of talked about um, the parents as cock blockers or, or yeah. just that idea of like uh, what that would be like. And I think they ran with it. Wait a minute. Let me hold back up. Now, yeah. okay. You said that the movie existed and yet you didn't write it, but then you had to pitch it to them. How does this process work? You saw the script on the blacklist, which um, I think I know what that is. Yeah, right. Oh, so the blacklist is like unproduced, really good scripts. Right. So I didn't, but the producers of Blockers saw it, which is Point Grey and Good Universe. Point Grey is Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg's company. Mm-hmm. And then Good Good Universe is Nathan Cahane's. And they they got it and then they develop it. So they hired writers to rewrite it and um ha- like tried to get it cast or whatever. And then when it got to a point that where they felt good, they sent it to me to as an, with an offer to direct. I see. Then I said yes to it. Then myself and I hired um he just happens to be my husband, Eben Russell, who's a comedy <laughs> writer. Uh-huh. And so we worked on it for a long time together and he wrote he rewrote it. And then and then we cast it. So it's kind of like flipping a house. So it's like I cast Ike Barinholtz, John Cena and Leslie Mann attached to it. And then we needed a studio. So we, myself, Point Grey, and Good Universe go to different studios. I see. And then we pitch the movie. So they've read the script. They know who's cast in it. There's an idea of a, of a budget. And then Universal said yes. And, and so we, Universal puts up the money. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know too much of the business yeah. of it. But, you know, but they distribute the movie. Yeah, but you I worked see. your butt off to right. get it made. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I had to go in and pitch different studios. And I was like... I, this is why I like the movie and this is these are the themes that are you know yeah. like, so I'm pitching to like a bunch of guys sure right and I'm talking about young women lo- losing yeah. their yeah. you know mm-hmm. virginity and I was basically like you know when you think of your daughter I have a daughter you know like yeah. when, when she grows up like one day she'll have a cock in her mouth. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. If she's yeah. lucky. If she's lucky. Yeah. Or smart. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then I was like, or vagina, or, yeah. uh, you yes. know, or anything. I like the like, title Cherries for that idea, too. That though, is hot. That that's is a hot, though, Terry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's part two. Yeah. You know, because the movie is a hit. It's a bonafide hit. Oh, thanks. And thanks. Uh, so, because... Because you know, if it wasn't a hit, you wouldn't get the chance again? Is that is it still like that? Oh, if it had bombed, I, I would be just sitting in a room writing. Right. <laughs> I'd be back to television with me. No, um, you've been banished. Back to the small screen. I was just saying to my husband just yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh, what? I didn't even think about how, like there's so few females who direct rated R studio released comedies. Right. Yes, ma'am. And I was like, wow, if this had been reviewed terribly, mm-hmm. because there's so much competition right now, out, out, you know, with Avengers and 
a quiet place was mm-hmm. amazing and that um if it had like really totally bombed like i would be done like i just yeah. but i didn't think about that when i when we you know right. were making the movie yeah. does that still but, happen though or is it because I you're think female so. I just think that the chances are so low already. The opportunities are so low, and we're like yep. working to like change that. To change yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But I do. I think. I think that people. I think people would have looked at me. You know, in the same way that it's like helping me in a, in in a really good way because it's done well and it was reviewed really well, and I think a lot of people were surprised by it. You mm-hmm. know, um, it would have had the reverse effect. I think. Interesting. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, because no, you've basically directed and written and you've been in the business for a long long time you've been i mean this ain't your first time at the rodeo is what i'm saying (laughs) and so you know because when i worked with you on girl boss it was like you and and christian uh were co-directing it felt like you guys were co-directing yeah because i was the showrunner and you know he was the director of the show like the executive producer director yeah ditter ditter yeah um and uh and so everything i i kind of viewed my role my role as a showrunner is to be the director of the directors like everything for good or you know for better or worse goes through me Mm -hmm. and so i like to work in a collaboration but although i wasn't technically the director of the episodes as a showrunner as Mm -hmm. the creative you know the creator of the show it i was giving notes to you know to Christian to give to you. Sure. But then also like I, because of, you know, we had a really, I think a good, yeah. Can I say a good of working course, relationship? Yes. Yes. I don't know if you. Yeah. <laughs> <maybe opposite. laughs> that would be awkward, right? I was feeling like it was okay. Um, that you know, I was able to work with you directly. You know, like, and I, you know, I try to be sensitive to what directors, you know, to be respectful to the yeah, director. Not at stepping the same on time. their toes. Exactly. Well, and yeah. so, and so. As a showrunner and a director, what are you looking for? Are you looking for pacing? Are you looking for that magic shot? Or are you trying to match up what you in- had envisioned in your head uh, with what is actually happening? What I mean, it's everything, I think. It depends on the scene. Yeah. You know, um, I think like some scenes were really comedic by nature. So you need to have that feeling. Mm-hmm of that and then sometimes we were i would call them beauty shots which i was i learned so much from christian because you know for me i'm like all comedy i don't mm-hmm. i didn't think in like beautiful focus and right. lenses and right. things that we love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so i learned a lot from him uh by watching him and sort of shadowing him because you both did uh, how to be single together is that right well, i was an actress in that that's where i met him but i oh. didn't i didn't do anything with oh how to be okay single. yeah right. and as an actress you're also <laughs> um because of netflix i got to go back and see all the 30 rocks and i know you were a writer on 30 rock uh-huh. but you also played various <laughs> roles on 30 rock that oh my were god very you, funny like different various yes. whenever they need someone like let's ask hooker that. number yeah. one yes! or... i played a um a stripper who came for a Christmas party that had like a terrible smoking cough. So like I walked in and was like, I'm here to have meats thrown on my body. <laughs> and I think that was something I had pitched in the room. Like I've never had a cigarette, but I uh, have. Well, you have friends reason, that smoke on TV. I've got like a yeah. smoker's cough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it might be not be. I should never put a cigarette in my mouth because I have this like really deep cough. Yeah. So it was like, it's easy for me to pull that out. And so I think I had. If I'm remembering it correctly, I think I had pitched that in the room and then auditioned to 
to be it. Like yes. I auditioned for that. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Really? Because, so how many of those roles? Is it like about five or six times you did? I think I was only on like three or four. Well, because uh, I did I think... the 10 second sitcom. I played yeah. the wife in that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm like behind Whoopi Goldberg in a like a, a workout video. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. think. Yeah, right, right. In a commercial Me and, and, for and her. And the other woman in that that's back up uh, for commercial for her, I'm pretty sure it's Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I'll have to look back. I think that. it is. is another, was another writer, was Daisy Paul, Gardner. Oh, Daisy Gardner. Oh, wait. It might not be Whoopi because I think Whoopi was in the second season. Because uh-huh. it was on an episode I wrote, she was in it uh, where it was about EGOTs and... Uh-huh. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tracy right. trying to EGOT. And aren't you in the audience of the talk show? <gasps> yes, of... on the tanning person. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I have been on a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, so you really rewatched. Well, Ruma's this is what happened. I, 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 when it was on the air, I'd seen a few of them. And I thought, wow, that's really funny. But I don't have a lifestyle where I could continue watching a show like that. You know, like a, a, a sitcom week after week. So when it came on Netflix, I was able to binge it, yeah. and I went through the first season like every day. I would watch tons and tons and tons, and then when it ended. I started all over again and watched <gasps> oh. them all because it's that good. Is it still on? It's still on. On Netflix, I guess. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's yeah. still on Netflix. It is so brilliant. They're talking about bringing it back. Would you be involved in the reboot of it? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know if they would bring... I don't know. I haven't asked Tina or anything like what her feelings are on that, but... I read something in the paper last week that um, it was a consideration. It may be just a, a way to just throw the... A reporter off yeah. the scent <laughs> but um but yeah i read about it last interesting because yeah. there's a show called uh, a really funny show called great news yes that she which, does yeah, yeah which is um has similar vibe to right. 30 rock so i would be curious is she writing on know. that too it's her company it's her company it yeah it's yeah. tracy wigfield created the show mm. yeah because um so I, I we've got kate cannon her movie is uh blockers or blockers <laughs> blockers <laughs> it's but it's officially just called blockers yeah. right yeah i was blockers. arguing with my husband about that i go it is not. It's called cock blockers. They just can't say cock. Yeah. There's a big blue cock. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. cock blockers. Yeah. So and so far, me. it's made $83 million oh, around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, uh, <laughs> do you, it didn't cost $83 million to make it. No, it cost $21. 21 Is that mm-hmm. Does that include the marketing? I don't think so. No, it doesn't. So, so because no. marketing is another 20, right? I, 20 see, million? I, I, I always think of it as double whatever your budget was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're, we're doing okay. Yeah. 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 If it, if it costs 40 to, to make it and market it and you've made 83 million, I think we're good. I think we're doing right, really I think good. We're okay. Yeah. We're okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, we say it's, it's a relapse. What have you done? Yeah. We're going to go to break a bit, but what have you done to celebrate? Have you had a big party or something? Or uh, yeah, I well, I rented out. I basically bought all the tickets to uh, on that first Saturday that it opened with uh-huh. all of my friends, and Aww. we went to the ArcLight Hollywood. Uh huh. And we, because I'm really good friends with Sari Yu, who's um, who played uh, John Cena's wife in the movie. Uh-huh. So the two of us did like a a thing where like Ike Barinholtz came to it, and we threw out Twizzlers and. Um, and we watched the movie. Oh, I love fun. it. I yeah. love it. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about Ira Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz. Ike, Ike, Isaac Barinholtz. Isaac Barinholtz, because that is a sexy I'm, motherfucker. Oh, right up for his, right yeah. up for his I love really? the gap in his teeth. Uh-huh. I, I is, love him. Yeah, he's really. Love him and Leslie Mann are two that could do no wrong yeah, in yeah. my eyes. If it's a movie that they're in, I'm going. Yeah. So it's Ike 
Baron Holtz. Ike Baron Holtz. Yeah. yeah. See, I wasn't paying attention to his name. No. I was paying attention to that ass. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember this is the, so funny because I've been friends with Ike for 20 years and I cannot believe that there that is someone, you are saying this. <laughs> but you, you've seen him on camera. You could see that sex, that gap in his teeth. You don't think that's sexy? Well, I don't think of you don't Ike see as him. The, that, yeah, I yeah. don't see him that way. But I you could see, him. but you could imagine your daughter with a cock in her mouth. <laughs> All right, <laughs> touche. As a grown woman, no, I don't imagine it. <laughs> Let's cut to break. Yes, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back with more K Cannon after this. Girl, cast. You want to cast more mattress? Yes. Well, now's the time to do it for Fourth of July. Child, they are. They got all these savings going on. The- you got to get that mattress before July 9th, twenty eighteen. You could save up to two hundred and twenty five dollars, honey. That's U.S. currency. What happens July 9th? Does it turn into a pumpkin? No, it doesn't turn into. But it's a limited time only. You, oh, you have to go get you a caster mattress right now. You got to visit. Casper.com slash savings, $225, child. Okay, that's a lot of money. Listen, you guys, the original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep service with the right amount of both sync and bounce. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. You have choices. So, like Ruth said, for a limited time, visit casper.com slash savings and save up to $225 off your order. Limited time only. This special offer expires July 9th, 2018. That's casper.com slash savings before July 9th. Terms and conditions apply. Girls, Squarespace is at it again. They are just revolutionizing the whole website world. I love that. I, you know, I want to shake their hand. I want to meet those people. We're, we have to go and find them and say, y'all doing a great job over at Squarespace. Why y'all gagging so? She bring it to the internet every time. Every time she bring it to the internet. They made it so easy for people to create their own websites, which used to be very hard. You remember, Michelle. Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. Not only hard, they wouldn't let you have a say in it. No, no. I have- told you if you wanted to switch the to a, yeah. $150. $150, right off the bat. Right off the bat. Girl, bye. Girl, boy. Not with Squarespace. Check out squarespace.com slash Rue for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, your domain, whatever it is, you can get 10% off your first purchase. It's the offer code Rue. It's squarespace.com slash Rue. Yeah, that's it. Are you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. You were saying- I was saying there's a few that you all uh, fit that mold- the um, Ike Baron Holtz. Is that it Baron Holtz? Baron Holtz. Yeah. Baron Holtz, yeah. And Jason Sudakis, sorry, was mm-hmm. one of them. And I'm going to look up while you guys talk the other one. He's in all, from Saturday Night Live, um, great eyebrow, always goes up. Uh-huh. Bill Hader. Yes, I love him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He's another one. And to me, they're all kind of in that same, that that same category. Yes. That, like the funny guy. Funny is guy, it? but there's a sincerity, like almost like Colin Firth, how he's always serious when he does all these movies. But yeah. you fall in love with him and they're yeah. not like, John Stamos or John Hamm hot, right. they become so sexy, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, you get you get like talent crushes on them. You know, and right? They like, become and then they the become like thing. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's absolutely right. I, I fall in love with people just because they're funny or they're clever. Right. And how did you meet your ex husband? I am terrible with names. Yeah, it's and, it's uh Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and say his first name for Jason. me. Jason. Oh, <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah. And how, how how long were you guys married? Um. Well, <laughs> well, we were together. I think like five years before we got married. I see. And then I I believe we were technically married for like six. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we had separated like like f- at around year four yeah. of the six. You know, right. like I mean, I had already like 
as he did too. Right. Like I was already like dating my now husband. Yeah. While we were like completely a hundred percent separated, we were just like we were just like lazy. Yeah. Uh, people who didn't do the paperwork. You know, right. like, like you know, artists. Yes. <laughs> Creative types who have no. Do you guys uh, have kids together? Oh no. 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 <laughs> the way you said that was very oh, very telling. Yes. But um. um but he has kids with some other people now. Well, with with uh, another person, like yes. his, his uh, significant other. I see. Yeah. Right. Right. He's got two kids. I only have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, when when you break up with someone who you've watched them catch the flu, and you have vacation pictures, and you know each other's <laughs> families, and you know every you've watched them brush their teeth, what? How, how do you remain friends with someone like that? Uh huh. Um, I don't know, like, because our worlds were really intertwined. Yeah, when I was writing on Thirty Rock, and he was on Thirty Rock. You know, at the time, right? The, he played the, the guy um, who went he to Cleveland. Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so we were together, very much together, when he started playing Floyd, and then we divorced. <laughs> and then Floyd didn't end up on the show anymore. Um, no, no, no. I mean, Floyd like, got, written, uh, Floyd got uh, written out of the show. No, yeah. I had nothing. I actually, it was really quite sweet, actually, that um, I was uh-huh. never around for any of uh, Floyd's storylines. Yeah, I had written like the episode before his last episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I think the Floyd Liz Lemon relationship was like the best thing. I loved we, it. We did I loved on it. There. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, but so it was really hard at the beginning because obviously, like you're. Um, Feelings are hurt and it's very sad. And like going to Saturday Night Live was kind of like, you know, like our date night in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, But... But then because you, you know, knew everybody there, and yeah, he was yeah. on that show. He was then. on it. It was he every was on it right? The, yeah, right. And every Saturday, and it's like Thirty Rock was a really hard job, and you know, like you basically just all you did was work all week, sure. and then you know, then on the weekend you got to go out and have yeah, you know, a lot of fun. So that was like I think that was hard just because like the worlds were so close. Um, but now it's like we're on two separate like you know I haven't seen him in a really long time, mm. and we're just like I'm in LA and. Um, I, he's in New York. And so like, I, we just don't, you know, our, our worlds aren't as close as the, as they used to be. Well, I want, yeah. So we're just like, you know, we send like a text on the, on each other's birthdays or whatever. But, sure. um, it, it was really funny, like kind of the first, uh, I think it's funny now cause now it just feels like a lifetime. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. like it ever happened in a weird way, mm. you know, like not to discredit like, right. I get it. Yeah. You know, the, the relationship, but like, it's been so long. So, but when, <laughs> I remember, um, like, I was flying um, JetBlue somewhere, and there was something wrong with my ticket or something. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't remember. And they're like, "We're going to give you a free movie," and it was Horrible Bosses. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I was like, uh, "I think I'm good." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is, you know, like, because he's that in that it, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being punked. Yeah, yeah. totally. I, I'm just curious because you know I am a very possessive person, and if I, if if we have shared lives together. You belong to me forever, uh-huh. and, and no, no one's laughing at that because they they could hear the seriousness no, in my you. voice. I know you. Why do you think I don't go anywhere? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm always curious when people can do that when they're adult enough to be able yeah. to go. Oh, um, yeah, you no, know, you go over there and I'll go over here, and we're fine. I think it's an awakening. I think at some point you go, our lives have to move on. Yeah, she, she was already dating somebody else. He was doing his thing. They yeah. realized. I mean, like, it was a struggle. I mean, like, I, I would have stayed married forever because I, I was raised Catholic and you, you, prom- <laughs> yeah. you make a promise in sure. front of 
everybody and yeah. and God and you yeah. keep it. You know, Mary and, and you especially. Because that bitch will judge you for life. Forever. Yes. Forever. And so, you know, it was it was uh it, there it was it was painful. Like it yeah. was it was really, really, really hard. But then, you know, now you can look back and you can and you are like, I wanna thank him because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, so incredibly happy and yeah. we're with the people we're supposed to be with. And sure. you don't know, no, you know, like I've heard, I I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times, but like no good marriage ends. So right. it was like True. clearly not a good marriage. We right. were not good. Like the fact that we didn't have like children or property or yeah. anything, or tattoos, you know? matching, like, tattoos. <laughs> matching tattoos. Matching tattoos, yeah. nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It was interesting my dad who has pa- he passed away 5 years ago, but he was our attorney. Um as a couple, as a couple, uh-huh. like to, for the divorce, right? And um, isn't that like? And a I went back to conflict of interest. No, no, it's actually because he represented both of us. We had we were fighting over nothing, right? Okay. So it was just like, a, like let's get this done yeah. with. Uh-huh. And um, so we go to the courthouse, and my dad is like old man with a cane, and. Uh, my mom was his right hand uh, woman, you know, mm-hmm. s- like uh, paralegal yeah. for like thirty five years or something Aww. like that, forty years. She was a school teacher, and then when she had, she, I'm the fifth of seven kids. She had a bunch of us. And God, then, you are Catholic. Yeah. yeah, very, very Catholic. Yeah. They wanted twelve nonsense. Wow, if I was the fifth of twelve. I shoot me in the head. But um, but so we go, and so my dad like walks us. Up. We I went back to where we got married, which is like an hour south of Chicago in a rural area. Mm-hmm. So we're in like, this courthouse where. I swear to you, this couple that got divorced before me, and Jason wasn't there. He mm-hmm. was shooting uh, a movie. Mm-hmm. So it was just me and my dad and my mom. And this couple like gets, gets divorced, and the girl, super young couple, uh-huh. the girl turns to a guy like waiting, and she's like, yes! Like she fist pumps, yes. And then she leaves with that guy. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And then um, they called, you know, they called for us, and we go up to, it's just my dad and I, and and I'm like, just don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Right. And the judge knows my dad really well, mm-hmm. and, you know, she's asking me a bunch of questions and then of course like he was jason was on saturday night live and um you know like i was writing on 30 rock and this is a small town and that gets brought up Mm because that was the only thing it's like basically saying like you're agreeing today to not argue over money Mm -hmm. and so the whole place got super quiet and then i felt really weird and my dad goes how long have you worked on third rock from the sun shut up Now, I have to tell you. Your dad said that? Yeah. And he's like, because he's older. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's not my show, Dad. It's 30 Rock. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 30 Rock. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, my God. I can't believe everyone is listening to every case. listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and it was crowded. And then the um, judge, again, who knew my dad and kind of knew the circumstances, uh, I never, uh, she had said Sudeikis, but I had never actually taken right. his you know professionally taken yeah. his last name but she she was like Catherine today I give you your name and your life back <laughs> and like hit the gavel and uh-huh. I was like pew, 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 like oh, I just tears yeah, like yeah. B- bouncing out of my eyes or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. 
Oh my yeah. God! It seems it seems like I think everybody should get married at twenty one, and then at uh, seven years later, get divorced. Well, no, they should have a, a a contract renegotiation, or say you want to re up, or whatever. Because the first marriage really is a tester marriage. Well, why twenty one? Because yeah. life happens in seven, seven, fourteen, twenty one, seven. No, and then redo. Well, get no, married well, at twenty eight. I guess right? you could get married at twenty eight, mm. and you could just become a whore at twenty one, like I was. Yeah, right. you know, but but still. <laughs> At first marriage, it really, I don't think it should matter. I think you're trying, you're trying to find, you know, and then by the third marriage or second marriage, you know, you, you hit your mark, you know, I think you should renegotiate always every seven years anyway. How did you meet your, your, your second husband? <laughs> he will be my last, <laughs> your current husband, your current husband. And last husband, the love of my life. He's amazing. His name is Eben with a B, uh-huh. uh, not, Eben. I thought his name was Evan for like, mm-hmm. no joke. <laughs> Days. Days. <laughs> and was it a text or was it a, a voice message where no. you said, um... So I, when I met him, like, I was... That's not my name. Um, you know... <laughs> well, okay. So I would do, I would still improvise in New York. Like, so I was at 30 Rock. Snakes and I have been done for, like, a, a long time. Like, yeah. a year or something like that. And... Uh, but still haven't officially... You right. Know, whatever. And I did a show at UCB, at this improv show. And it was really fun. And then I had like, you know, when you're in New York and your like friend has a, a birthday party that starts at like midnight. Yes. Or right. So I had like four hours to kill in between. And I go home and I just get wasted by myself. Yeah. Uh, which I've never done uh-huh. ever in my life. But I was so sad. I was like wishing I had love in my life. Yeah. And all that. And um I can't believe I'm all the things I've said to you in the last whatever no, minutes no. I've been sitting here. I've never really shared this. You're what being, we do, Kay. That's what we do. You're being of service yeah. because it helps other people who are going through the, we we through all the, go through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was so sad. So I go to this birthday party, which was like also I had a lot of work friends there. And I go up to Matt Hubbard, who's this great writer who wrote on 30 Rock. And I, I'm drunk. And I was like, Matt, I can't believe what I did. I drank by myself. Mm. And he's like, well, I do that. Like, all, like his family was in LA and he's like, I do that every night. What are you like? I don't you worry about. And then it was like a movie moment where we were at, I don't know if you know Professor Tom's in New York, but uh-uh. it's this long bar. And um, Eben walks in and he was walking toward me. And I was like, look at him, him. Look at those beautiful blue eyes. Where's he been all my life? Like, I don't mm. even know if I was saying this out loud. I just know I can remember it, like as if it was yesterday. We've been yeah. together like over nine years now. But you were fully yeah. intoxicated. Um, fully intoxicated. And yeah. he walks right up because he's there to see Matt. Right. They went to college together. Yeah. And they're really good friends. And he's like, hi, I'm Evan. I'm like, Evan, got it. And he's like, no, Evan. And I was like, Evan, I heard you the first time. Yes. <laughs> and um, we ended up um, just hanging out like with Matt, whatever, like all night long. Um, but he I didn't know it but he also was getting out of a long relationship Mm -hmm. and uh, he hadn't told Matt yet so he was being really Mm -hmm. cool about it Yeah. and then Matt was like a sixth grader uh, months later we're at the Writers Guild Awards and he's like basically like He's like, Eben likes you. And it's like, I, uh, Eben has a girlfriend. He's like, no, uh, he does. And he's like uh, texting Eben to come meet us for karaoke. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Uh, and um, and then Eben showed up for karaoke and we've been together ever since. Why, 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 do, you think, why do you think it works? What, what makes it work? Well, I think that, I think I had to go through all these bad, ended up being bad relationships to, to like see him, to see right. what I, you know, to have gone through all the muck to go like, oh, what is it that I deserve because you you wouldn't you couldn't have seen him before you couldn't i don't think i would have seen him before right Mm -hmm. and uh and he's just um 
you know, like, I, I don't know other than to say we really truly respect each other and laugh a lot together. Mm-hmm. And I just don't feel like I, I feel I trust him. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. That's yeah. a big one. You're spending your life and sharing your life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, no, most people don't have that opportunity because we usually follow what, uh, you know, a Nancy Myers or Diane Warren song says about <laughs> love. And but it, it has nothing to do with the actual frequency or chemistry with the person that you can actually spend time with that you actually like being around. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes you, we're attracted to someone because of the way they look, but then after that wears off, and it does, and it does, and looks yeah. fade. Yeah, and you think, um, you know, it comes time for you know sexy time. You think, oh God, that thing again, right? Jesus, you can put that away. <laughs> That's <right. laughs> Nobody needs to see that. that. No, no, <laughs> but that. Thing again, <laughs> as if he can change. Do something different this time, please. No, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, and and no, people don't talk about this enough. I mean, I think we like the romanticized version of what romance is yeah. and what those relationships are. But you know what ha- happened to me? I was like, you know, you asked me if I had kids with my first relationship, but. I wanted my kid to have my husband's face. Uh-huh. That's how much I I love yeah. Evan. You know, like yeah. and and she does kind of. Yeah. And it's I just love it so much. Like I don't get I love his face so much. Right. Yeah. Like I do feel like I'm in this like constant honeymoon phase. I know that's what You're if he, lucky. What if he's rolling around with a prostitute right now? <laughs> and so what? So what if he is? <laughs> he won't love her the way he loves That's you. Oh, thank right. you. You're yes. welcome. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, I, 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 I thought about my mother because I look a lot like my father. And I thought about, you know, how horrible it would have been for her because she ultimately really hated my father to have these kids look walking around the house and they all look mm-hmm. like him. And they do. Mm-hmm. All yeah. of them. All, all of, of them you look, look like, like him. Yeah. So you're lucky that yeah, yeah, uh yeah. you know uh how did she, did she treat you a different way no she no she was her baby no she she was lovely to to me and uh she just she was just world weary she was also very catholic had grown up very Catholic. She was against, um, she didn't like organized religion, so she didn't go to churches and stuff, but she was world weary, you know? Uh uh And I think she also, and people of her generation suffered from that idea of what a marriage should be. Sure. And they went into it, but weren't equipped to deal with what a real relationship is yeah. about. No, because they were dictated back then. <clears throat> right. They were telling us what they were supposed to be. Yeah. A woman is less than, needs to do this. She needs to cook. She needs to clean. She needs to present slippers give and a pipe. Give up her name. Everything. Yeah. 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 It's not like that anymore. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you give, we're going to go to break in a minute, but why didn't you take uh, your first husband's name? I, uh, well, first off, quesadillas sounds like quesadillas. So oh, I, that's uh, right. But, <laughs> Well, that sounds delicious. <laughs> Quesadillas. That's a reason to take it, Kay. <laughs> oh, my God. Quesadillas. Yes. Oh, that sounds good. Sounds like steak quesadilla. Yeah, it does. Quesadillas. <laughs> Here she comes. Look at that entree walking through the door. Where's the salsa? <laughs> quesadillas. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be my favorite word. I cannot stop saying it. You're going to order the quesadillas? I'm, I'm going to have the quesadillas. Mm. Yeah. 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 You guys yeah. are really not paying attention no. to my feelings here. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we get caught up no, in the little things. I would, I would never take uh, someone else's name. Yeah. I really do believe it. Is, like you put your name on something you own. Yeah. I, I'm pretty staunch about that. Like, yeah. you mean I, in I'm personal from, life or in professional life or both? Both. Yeah. Uh, yeah I just, I, I, I love my name. I love being a, a canon. You yeah. know, a lot of people think K Cannon is a fake name, and it's like, no, that's 
that is my name. It's a you know? good name. <laughs> yeah. So it whose is name a really does your good baby name. take? Uh, Russell, my, uh, my husband. Evans. Yeah. Evans. Yeah. 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 And uh, but she, I've, she's got this attitude too of like you know like I'll. Well, she's jokingly saying like she wants to be a canon, uh-huh. uh, but uh, but she's very much like when I grow up, I'm mean, she's only four. Yeah, but it's like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna stay a Russell because I'm a Russell. Yeah, you know, like that Aww. kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it should be the kid's choice to do whatever they want to do. But I, it's an interesting. I ask a lot of women in the business who are in business for themselves about why they take um, they would take their husband's name or put, do a hyphen. It's an interesting thing because you know psychologically speaking you would think that they're doing it to either prove to other women that i got a man or to tell the man listen baby yeah i got this big business going here but you're still a part of it mm-hmm. so i'm gonna put your name on on there so that you don't feel left out you mean the hyphen thing yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah i mean don't you think it's like it, it should be i don't, I don't want to imply that i disagree with someone who does take someone's name right i think it, sh- it should be like whatever you want right, right. Like i took my you... husband's name because my maiden name was horrendous <laughs> yeah so i literally couldn't throw it i love them i love my family but that name was really bad and but my your state you easy. haven't added it but to I your, have a your stage, stage name. Uh-huh. correct and i right. wouldn't yeah because, because that's a brand correct and business is business yeah right and personal life is personal life right so yeah. i see both sides yeah I guess. yeah i wouldn't sure. do it because somebody told me i had to do it like if he said you have to take my name i'd be like we're not getting married yeah you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah right right we got kate cannon she's the director and writer we've got Pitch Perfect, and her new movie is called Blockers. (laughs) (laughs) Huge hit. We are going to talk more to her in a few minutes. All right, Squarespace, y'all. It's Squarespace time. It's on. It's on. Squarespace is the gorgeous company that helps people create websites so easily. I mean, there's no reason for every man, woman, and child on this planet to have their own website that really expresses who they are and what they're all about. In fact, we get so many gorgeous emails from people at our uh, email address, which is RuPaulPodcast at gmail.com, talking about how easy it is to create a Squarespace website. (laughs) And they're beautiful. And you know, the funny thing is, you don't, a lot of people might be going, oh, I don't need that. It's not what I do. But you guys, sometimes it's there just as a creative outlet. Absolutely. You don't have to sell anything you're not posting your photography whatever it is you could do poetry you could do whatever just to have your own domain your own outlet out there so that people can find you can get a sense of who you are yeah i agree we've got an email here this one says hey ruin michelle my name is effie 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 why look at me look at me, me. i am changing all right. Wow. Well, okay. I got Do her we get the job? I love it. All right, Effie, I'm an openly queer professional wrestler. I love listening what? to I know it. <laughs> I would pick a great name for a wrestler. Yeah. I love listening to your show because the conversations about the experiences you uh, and all your guests have had in the drag and entertainment scene has always been relatable to the wild world of professional wrestling on I it. I bet it is. I agree. Plus, you guys are just hilarious. I heard the ad for Squarespace on your show over and over after using another company to host my site. I finally said, what the heck? And I used the offer code RU to move my site over and to see what they could offer. My site, bfe.com, looks better than it ever has and the online store features have organized my merchandise store and made managing orders so much easier. Mm. Thank you for saving me some money on my Squarespace plan and making my commute to shows, I guess they're wrestling, so they'd go to shows, more enjoyable with the show. Much love and respect, Effie. And you know wrestlers are just 
theatrical. Oh yeah, great. Oh, they're, they're show business. They're actors. But see, she's get, she's utilizing that drag and drop, honey, because Squarespace makes it so easy. You know, tell people how to get that free trial, Michelle. Great question. Get a free trial with no credit card required. Just head to squarespace.com/roo for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, like Effie was, use the offer code RU to save ten percent off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's offer code RU, and you'll be getting a great deal. Thanks again to Squarespace and keep sending in your websites to RuPaulPodcast at gmail.com. We are back with Kay Cannon. She's the director of Blockers. It's still in theaters, actually, right now. Yeah. And it's going to be, you know, streaming and on DVD. Do they still make DVDs? In <laughs> yeah, the they, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a huge hit. And then um, Pitch Perfect. We we're talking about women in the business, too. And uh, the, the uh, producer of Pitch Perfect, is um, that actress Elizabeth with the blonde Banks. Elizabeth yeah. Banks? That actress. Now, um, real good with me. Yeah, I'm terrible. <laughs> she's and in so it too. She's in it too. And tell me, what, what's the secret of her success? Did she get you involved? Yeah, you wrote it. How's that whole all work? Yeah, she. I think Liz Elizabeth works just crazy hard. I mean, she is. I she's first off, she's crazy. She's really smart. Yeah, um, and she is ambitious in all the wonderful ways Mm -hmm. and she is just really driven and I think a lot of women could learn a lot from her like her drive Mm -hmm. and and um you know I don't even think people realize how many movies she's been in she's been in like probably over 60 movies or something like that you know she's really good yeah yeah she's really good and um uh so yeah we were friends and and our friends and And she's um, on 30 Rock she was on 30 Rock. Is that how yeah, you guys yeah. met? No, we actually met. Uh, she did a movie with Jason, and I met her then. Yeah. And um, and then I, like, and then we, we were friends, and, and um, I was, like, for, for Pitch Perfect, like, the where the idea came from, um, I think there's, like, there's sort of two tracks of it a mm-hmm. little bit, mm-hmm. because I was working at 30 Rock, and... Tufer, the character Tufer, uh-huh. uh, there was a joke written about him about being in an acapella group okay. in college, yeah. and I thought that was so funny. And I was like, "Who wrote that? That's such what? Is this, that's such a crazy thing." And Robert Carlock, my boss there, was like, "Oh no, it's real. Like the uh, you know, because I'm from the Midwest, and mm-hmm. so acapella groups weren't a thing. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, on the East Coast, especially, like they they compete and they. And I'm from I, the East Coast, and I didn't know there were a thing. Really? Mm-hmm. And I literally say in the room, somebody needs to write a movie about that. In the writers' room in the at writers Thirty room. Rock, yeah. yeah. And I say it to Brett Bear, and he and Brett Bear t- says to me, "Who who is a um, uh, was a pr- executive producer on New Girl? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but at the, in that first season, he was." Um, at working at 30 Rock and he goes there's your movie and at lunch I went and looked up everything I could yeah. find out about acapella groups but the first like screenplay I w- were to write I was like I don't I don't know anything about it like yeah. I and I didn't have time to do the research and so then Liz invited me to um, the premiere of Spider-Man that happened to be in New York in Queens and the so, musical or the movie the movie okay and um, the, one of the Tobey Maguire ones mm-hmm. that she's in. And uh, she's like, what are you thinking about? Whatever. And uh, what, what, do you have, or what are you working on? And I said, oh, I really want to do this acapella movie, but I, I don't really know what it's about. But this is how long ago. I was like, maybe it's John Krasinski and Jason Sudeikis, who are brothers. Uh-huh. And one goes to a state school and uh-huh. one goes to a private school or whatever. And they like compete against each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? 
And um, and so so we so there was that. And I mean, I pitched to like agents and the, whatever. I was like, I wanted, and there were there was a couple of other acapella movies that were kind of sitting on the shelf and not mm. doing anything. And then a year and a half later, um, you know, Liz's husband Max um, found out about this book called Pitch Perfect mm-hmm. that followed three or four groups around for a year. Mickey Rapkin wrote this wrote like the tales of of following these groups around. And so Liz called me. I had actually pitched her to for something else. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I've got something. We've got, there's this book, Pitch Perfect. Um, would you be interested in writing this? Like, it was like sort of like serendipity, like, yeah. like separate from, from, I don't think she even remembers the conversation right. I had with her. Right. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've only been talking about this for sure. like, you know, a couple years now. And, um, and so then she and I and Max like hold ourselves in their house for like a weekend and came up with the pitch. And then we did that same thing. We're like, we pitched to different studios. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, and we sold the pitch to Universal. In How good are you at pitching ideas? Do you, do you get nervous like at auditions or something? Uh, I'm, I think <clears throat> I'm, I think it's a strength of mine. Like that first time of pitching, pitch perfect it was like a it was kind of the first time i was ever really having to pitch something mm-hmm. um because 30 rock was my first job and so like i remember being nervous for that and liz and i had a script and we had a pitch pipe and we sang we did like the mariah carey yeah. high note or whatever uh-huh. we did like the hands in yeah. the whole thing uh-huh. we were like we were performing to wow. try to sell this movie because you have to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. N- now this franchise uh is a billion dollars strong a billion dollars strong wow and so when you write something like this, um, I don't want to get gross, but um, you get to reap some rewards from that, don't you, Kay Cannon? <laughs> oh, I don't think it's a billion. It's a half a billion. No, no. But, uh, uh, no isn't isn't the, the Pitch Perfect franchise, didn't it cross a billion dollars? The half a billion. A half a billion. Yeah. Okay, but change uh, okay. Still yeah. good. Yeah, still good. Still very good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, sure. You I mean, get I get to, residuals and uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to say that number, but is it enough to where you don't have to ever work again? No. No. No, no. Right. I mean, I, it was my first screenplay, so like my initial contract wasn't great. Right. <laughs> I mean, because it was my first screenplay, you know? It's like, I don't, I don't get anything from marketing or... Right, right. And, which I f- thought was really interesting, um, given that when I would see t-shirts that have like lines, lines of dialogue that, that I wrote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Um, and, but, and have you, um, so with Pitch Perfect, they uh, I think the third one they said was the last, but that doesn't always have to be. It's my last, for it's sure. It's your last, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, are you, do you plan to do more with that company, with Elizabeth Banks and her husband? Oh, uh, I mean, maybe. You know, you never yeah. know, like going down the line. Uh, but I think for myself, I'm, I'm working from myself sure. to create, you know, things yeah. on both you've the TV become, and film stuff. Yeah. You've become yeah. the person, you've become that company yourself. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're, I'm trying to, yeah. yeah. No, you're yeah. doing. <laughs> do you know what you're going to do next? Now, you, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Blockers came out uh, a few months ago or a month ago. And uh, how soon after you wrapped on that film did you start working on your next project? Well, I um, was, you kind of, are you're you're kind of I'm kind of always overlapping. Mm-hmm. So I'm writing a movie for Sony that I'm I'm about to turn in. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was doing when I was in post with blockers. You can do that. You can yeah. do post production and then do un- be writing another movie at the same time. You know what you do? You work on the weekends and 
Yeah. Yeah. You just, I've never not, like when I was at Girl, when I was doing Girl Boss, yeah. I was overlapping with blockers. Right, right. And so there was times where when we had the premiere of Girl Boss, I had flown back from pre-production from Atlanta just to do the premiere and then fly back. So you just check out of one and check into the other. Yeah, you kind of, you just have to. Okay, and yeah. so where where yeah. does this work ethic come from? Is it is it Catholicism? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Is it the ruler? You know, you know how hard the the Catholics worked <laughs> <laughs> to build, like like the like the pyramids. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. No, my my uh, my dad, my my parents worked crazy hard, and yeah. all, all my siblings worked really really hard. I I felt like I don't know what it is that thing that's like in your belly that. That, that fire, that thing that makes you want to get... I, I wanted to get out of this... I had an awesome childhood, but mm-hmm. I still wanted to get out of the small town that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And I think that I just felt like I had to uh, work really hard to get scholarships, to go to college, to get... Mm-hmm. you know. And then, you know, you just... I don't know. I think just watching my siblings and my dad work and my mom work so incredibly hard. Right, right. That, like, you just... I like it though. Like, yeah, you know, sure. like you either got thing. it or you don't. I think, don't yeah, you? I yeah, I guess so. But you if you, but if you've got ethic. a kid Mm-mm. and you got a marriage and you got other things to do, I mean, a kid is a whole. That's a life. That's, that's a, a full time job. It's a full time yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. How do you do that? Do she come with you to places? Uh, no, she would like come to Atlanta <clears throat> for like. Uh, you know, when I was there, she would be with me for like three weeks, and then Eben had uh, his own show called alone together which uh-huh. uh, right. which they were filming at the same time so it was almost like it was almost like we were divorced in a lot of ways because she she'd be with him for two weeks sure. and then with yep. me for three that was terrible though like there that being away from her the longest i was away from her was three weeks and I, it was really awful like mm-hmm. so i i don't know you i i don't know you you know as a mom like don't you i just feel like it's a you do your scheduling like week by week. And it's day by day. Sometimes. Day by day, yeah. You, it, children are so unpredictable and you don't know what's going to happen. And, yeah. and I, when I, when they were really young, I was in radio mm-hmm. and I would get up at 2.15. I had one week off with a cesarean. One week, mm. that was it. Gave oh birth, mm-hmm. went right back to work yeah. and woke up at 2.15. So my husband and I, and I was lucky to have a husband, think about how these single moms do it. Mm. I don't know I how I literally they do it. Oh my had my daughter on my hit yeah. roll over and be like gotta go and then Dave, yeah. my husband David would be on duty yeah. but then we ended up getting a nanny because the, the lack of sleep was killing us both sure. but she would come at 6am and she'd leave by 3pm and then when I was back from prepping for the next day mommy duty kicked in and then oh I was on God. duty yeah, that's the so, thing it's like like uh, you know first off we have an amazing nanny her name is Gezi she's like a member of our family we love her so much mm-hmm. uh, but I you know I just did a kid thing this morning like like I've I've been you know like a school thing like a school thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like you gotta go like okay I gotta do that and that mm-hmm. and that and then I'll then I'll go that's what I'll you go do here and we'll be here and you're there for the Halloween you. parade yeah, you leave exactly. you go to work you co- yeah yeah and like you know and yesterday uh, I'm working on different projects so it was like different meetings for the different projects and then you know put my daughter to bed yeah have a dinner with my husband and then be up reading a script till midnight. Don't forget oh the sex. Yeah, like, the goodness. sex has to come in there somewhere. <laughs> I'll put yeah, that thing away. Can. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess is is having it all all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, go girl. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't well look, uh, you know, I think we I think we might who knows, but I think it's like probably just one kid, but you never know. Yeah. But um, but that like 
Because that's a whole other thing, too. Yeah. You know, like what you were saying about having one week after cesarean. It's like I was literally before I went into labor was like sent an email going like, if I get into labor tonight, then we won't do this. But if I don't, let's oh. meet tomorrow. Because you know what I that is? Sold a pilot that's that a working. boss bitch. Yeah. That is a boss bitch. That's, what that that's a boss that ass, ass bitch. bitch. I had a baby. I gave birth. The radio station, the guy was right next to me. After they said, OK, you can go in now. The baby was literally in, you know, whatever. My husband was with them. I was still in the OR. And he came in to go, so what was it like? You know, I was literally on the air. <laughs> on the Speedy air. Speedy was there. Yeah. Uh-huh. As I gave birth for him to go to me like live yeah. in the OR. It's amazing. Yeah. No, no. That is a, a boss, boss bitch. bitch. <laughs> it certainly is. What you got to do. It certainly we is. hustlers, baby. Yeah. Now, we're going to go to a break, but um, I think quickly, or we'll do it in two parts, but, you know, being a director and being the shot caller and a showrunner, uh women have to sort of compartmentalize the whole the way women grow up which is they want to be uh respected they want to be uh liked more than respected that's something in the not in the Again, dna it's cultural that's from yesteryears that's from yesteryears yes. but it's still in the ether it's still uh, in the, you know real it's more than more than the respect that this feminist movement over the past 30 years has commanded and wanted and it's getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. More so than not. Yeah. So but it's still there. I want to know how, how do you compartmentalize that? Because we all have it. All of us women. No. no um, it's true. We all have we want to be liked more than respected. And for men it's different. They can get they can do the respect thing and you don't have to be my friend. Yep. How have you been able to reconcile that in your professional life? Well, what's been so great for me is that I had an amazing example in Tina Fey. Mm -hmm. Like I got to watch her I, I, and and watch her deal with all of that and deal with the like wanting to be liked. We did a story on it where the writers, you know, like John Lutz called her the uh, the C word or yes, whatever. Yes, yes. Um, you know, and so the, there's all that. I have to tell you for myself, I don't know if it's just for being like in my, you know, early 40s. Mm -hmm. I just do not give it. Uh -huh. anymore. Right. That's <laughs> you know, why. Like, right. I just, yeah. I, I, it's not, I feel like, that comes with I feel age. like I know who I am yep. and that I feel like, I feel like people will like me because I know who I am and I'm respecting them mm -hmm. and I want everybody else to succeed as well. But didn't journey. you used to care? And, oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, in my 20s, I cared so, so, so much. much. Mm -hmm. And it's so great to not care. And mm -hmm. then and then respect comes with that, right? Yep. Like, yeah. Then people respect you. You're, you're not even paying attention to see if they're respecting right. you. You're just doing your job. Right. And I think that yeah. comes from a vibe or an attitude or an aura, whatever you want to say. Because when we're in our 20s, and we've mm -hmm. talked about this often, and I'm mm -hmm. sure you've heard us talk about it, where all you want to do is please the one person that you can't please. Yes. Exactly. Yes. It's an air of desperation versus when we get to late 30s, I'm going to say for me, it was early to mid 40s where I realized, oh my God, mm -hmm. nobody matters but me right. and my right. happiness I'm talking sure. about. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I have kids and my husband. Um, but the point is when you start really realizing that you are the one that you have to love and please first for for your kids to fall in line, for your partner to fall in line, that aura changes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden people go, ooh, that's a badass yeah. bitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead yeah. of that air of desperation that yeah. will always be lurking. Because right. you're literally going, please love me, yeah. please. And everybody please. can yeah. smell it. Yes. And then they don't like think you can do a fear. good job because right. exactly. they don't think that you believe in yourself. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. But, you know, it's something that everybody has to go through and, and evolve into. We're going to go to break. We've got Kay Cannon. She's a boss-ass bitch. Yes. 
yes, honey. writer, director, and mom. So uh, we'll be right back after this. Girl, it's 4th of July. You got to go to Casper Matches right now. If you ever thought about getting a Casper Matches, now's the time to do it. Because, th- listen up, there is a... Deal going on. You could save up to $225 with that Casper Mattress. You go to Casper Mattress slash savings and you get your Casper Mattress child risk-free sleep on it trial. And you, it's hassle-free. A hundred nights. A hundred nights hassle-free. Everybody needs to do this. I can tell you being the owner of two myself. Only two? I got two on top of one another. Uh-huh. And Lola has one that she loves. I have to tell you, all my, my dog has one that they love. I love that. But Casper has three mattress lines to choose from. They have the original Casper that started this whole thing, mm-hmm. the innovative wave that you and I both have, yeah. and the essential, which is a little more cost effective. This is the way to do it. And by the way, when I say cost effective, I'm saying you're not going to find a better price than Casper mattress anyway. Uh, the original has the multiple supportive memory foam for quality sleep. I love it because it's the right amount of sink and bounce but then the wave has that patent pending premium support system which mirrors the natural shape of your body so you just kind of sleep in it they also have breathable design which helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night and they even arrive right to your doorstep in that box that oh, we talk honey, about it is, girl. couldn't be more con- convenient it is the best thing ever so for the limited time visit casper.com slash savings and save up to $225 off your order limited time only no joke if you I get tweets all all the time about I really want to do it. Now is the time yes. to do it because this offer expires July 9th. You got five days to do it. Casper.com slash savings before July 9th. Terms and conditions apply. We love you, Casper. We've got Kay Cannon. Uh, she was talking about she listened to our show while filming down in Atlanta. What's the thing with Atlanta? What is it? You get a big tax break for yeah. filming down there. Is Atlanta the new Louisiana? It really is. Or they they call it what? I think they call it South Hollywood. South Hollywood. Like yeah. Louisiana is the other LA. Yeah. So now Atlanta, <laughs> South Hollywood. And for for the movie Blockers, how long how long was the shooting schedule? How long did you guys actually were you on location in Atlanta shooting? I think I was there. Four months. Four months? That yeah. long? Yeah. I think I, I think so, yeah. Did it have to be that long? Yeah, well, because we're shooting for and that's over not that two long. months. And then pre-production. That's not that long, actually, when it uh, comes to like, making a, feature, a movie. Right? Yeah. Well, I think, I think in terms of TV, it's like, get that shit done. Right. Know, right? <laughs> and let's get different. the hell yeah. out of here. I mean, for Girl Boss, we we did it all in LA. Yeah. And then we, we, one did, San Francisco we did three shoot. weeks in San Francisco. Yeah. 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 I had one San Francisco day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, so so Atlanta, where'd you stay in Atlanta when you were there? Um, I was in East Atlanta. Uh. You, uh, uh, do you guys watch Real Housewives? Uh-huh. <laughs> do you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yes. The only no, one, that's the only one say, I watch. I've only, I used to watch, this This is relevant. Go, go with me on this journey. Okay. All right. <laughs> I used to watch Jersey for the first two seasons because uh-huh. I'm from Jersey. I represent it. Holla. Uh-huh. And then it became so hateful. Uh-huh. I couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah. So by chance, I turned on Atlanta and I was like, this, <laughs> this is the only one that matters. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love that you feel that way. I would encourage you. I'd invite you to check out New York, which I find to be hilarious. I don't understand that. I don't understand. People say that all the time. I don't. Did you watch it? I've never watched it because I tried. Last season was like genuinely funny. Really, like they were just really, really funny. Uh, and this season, it's also happening it's that way. The vitriol, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I know. I can't. I, can't, I know. What does vitriol mean like again? The, the, it's like. Gutter hate, like yeah, like Gutter. diabolical. The meanness that comes out, yeah. Oh. And I feel like yeah. 
you know, no disrespect to anybody right, there, but yeah, I feel yeah. like it's a setback a little bit for women because okay. we're trying so hard to raise our vibration. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. is just putting bitches back. Right. I can't view it as glibly as the world can and love it for what it is, the cattiness. Yeah. It's like watching Bad Girls Club with rich women. Uh-huh. That's true. Okay. That is true. So, um, you, But you were in East I, Atlanta. Yes, but, but I uh, I had never been to Atlanta before, mm. but I watched Real Housewives of Atlanta and the, my drive the driver is like driving me to my yeah, I rented a house mm-hmm. and um and then we're pulling up into this the little area where the house is and I was like I know this place <laughs> <laughs> I've been here I know yes. <laughs> and it was around where Cynthia Bailey lived oh, the, 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 yeah. the lake Huh? The lake no, house? no, no. The house she lived before. Oh, okay. uh, she yeah, yeah. To the lake. With the one she lived with. I was like, this, this area is so familiar uh-huh. to me. And sure, uh-huh. and then I found out that it's like she didn't live right in the spot that I was, but yeah. she lived close. And right. I was like, but you weren't as far as Decatur. You were. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so and so you filmed in, on location like in Dunwoody or Roswell or Sandy Springs? She knows her all Atlanta. All over. Oh, all I over. All over. Yeah. 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 And then we filmed in that uh, that hotel. I think it was the Hyatt Regency mm-hmm. in downtown or whatever yeah. that has the elevators and the inside. Yeah, like that was the first hotel yeah. that had an atrium. And you know, every hotel in America has an, uh, an atrium. like the open, the open yeah, thing. yeah. That was the first one. It's why, it's why I liked it. It's why I wanted to see it in shoot Atlanta. There so that yeah. You could, okay. yeah. In fact, in that building, uh, when I was 15, that was the first time I went to a disco. Because back then, in the right after the Civil War, you. you <laughs> <laughs> You, you and Stonewall went yeah, out for a drink. At a disco, you could be 18 and go into a club and drink back then. Uh, really? Yes. And so my brother-in-law gave In the me, South. This is in Atlanta. This is in the New York high, Regency. Before yeah. they banned alcohol. Before they banned alcohol <laughs> altogether. Before prohibition. Yes. Before prohibition. Yeah. I was 15. I went to a, uh, uh, a disco in the Hyatt Regency. I think it was called Foxtrot or something like that. Um, this is 1976. How sexy. Now yeah. it's a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, now it's a Starbucks. But it was in the Hyatt Regency. Uh-huh. I went to high school there and, and uh, spent mid- a long time in Atlanta, Georgia doing that. Oh, my so goodness. You, so, uh, so you, um, let's talk about Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz. Yeah. Um I cannot tell you because I'm sure Ike will listen to this. You think so? Oh, oh huh. yes. I'll, huh. I'll, I mean, once I tell him what you've been talking uh-huh. about, he'll for yeah. sure listen to it. But uh, it's so crazy to me, your feelings about him really? because he is just like my friend Ike. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I mean, I've known him a long time. But you I, get what we're talking about, I right? I find that hard I to... I do be- not. Do you not? <laughs> But that's but the, just because he's my that's friend. That's like a brother. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but this is the thing. I mean, he's been cast as romantic leads. In, in Sisters, he's the romantic he lead in that. And he's, yeah. he's, and he's obvious. And the way they shoot him, he's clearly really sexy and, and beautiful um, in that. Let's just add non-traditionally. You think so? Yes. 100%. I don't get... Uh, John Hamm is traditionally sexy. Okay, yeah, he's got the proportions in his face you know, and all that. You got to think of. I'm saying, I'm not saying it as a diss. Yeah, you and I like non-traditional. Yeah, we're attracted to non-traditional. Actually, we go for non-traditional. So he is a non-traditional romantic lead. I'm just always surprised mm-hmm. that that it's just. I'm always surprised that it's not as obvious. Oh no, to everyone, not at that, all. You know. Well, I think in blockers, I feel like you're seeing Ike that way for the first time in a, mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, like, not to us, girlfriend. But I mean, um, he's like, I put him in a suit and mm-hmm. like his hair was like, like he was like, he looked good the yeah, whole Yeah, he's not a slacker. Movie. Yeah. yeah, whereas like if you watch like the mini project where he's a nurse and it's like, you feel like he's really like, yeah. like 
doing a lot of the jokes and you know this you were like you were looking at him as an adult like yeah. he's a, next to John way. Cena yeah, yeah. Who's, but, who okay so do you find John Cena attractive I do but you know what it's not it's not because of the body it's his accessibility and how funny he is yeah, in yeah, these yeah. movies I yeah. can give a shit about his face I can give a shit about his body and the wrestling shit yeah what I like is he's willing to go he's there he's willing to go there that's Where what it is guys wouldn't go there yeah, yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yeah, he's fine as fuck, but he does his thing. Right. John Cena's a goofball. Yeah. 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 And he's so willing to uh, make fun of himself. Uh, yes. That. Yeah. That's that's which which actually explains what you were talking about with, with your first husband and, and the, the attraction there and how, uh, you know, once you take away the superficial, it's this willingness to play and have fun and the humor. I think that's far sexier than just yes, because we're old because if you put a 20 year old 21 year old my daughter 16 and 18 they'll be like ew you're fucking crazy really 100% but you know when I was that age I still I still liked sort of quirkier more accessible people I never bought into what Madison Avenue uh, said oh this is what you should like I agree I saw Bad Boys and fell in love with Sean Penn then he's not your traditional so I get it me too but I can tell you the youth of today is going to go for John Cena over Ike they yeah. are. Yeah, they just yeah, are because yeah. that's the way it's presented. It's glossy versus, well, f- we love him, but yeah. not so glossy. I don't want you to say dull because he's the furthest thing from dull. Matt. Yeah. Now, <laughs> glossy versus Matt. Exactly. Matt. A fine Matt. And we love yes. Matt. Yeah. Now, is everybody aware, though, that traditionally throughout the history of humans on this planet, a gap in the front, in the teeth is is considered a sexy thing? Well, Do you guys, does everybody know that? Lauren Hutton, wasn't it? Right. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, there are tons, but... Madonna. Madonna, yeah. but, but did you know, did you, was that something you grew up knowing? No, Oops. no, I, I don't even think I feel that way in this moment. <laughs> I think that would be something I would disagree with. We celebrate flaws. It's It was considered a, a flaw. Like my daughter had the biggest gap you've ever seen and literally went to three different dentists. They, they this is, I'm getting graphic, but yeah. there's a reason. All right, all so right. So there's something called your frenulum, which yeah. is this, this the, that thing that bit middle. that goes yeah, in between yeah, yeah. they yeah. sliced it to make it close on its oh, own yeah, she had to have yeah. surgery they oh. cut it it didn't work so long story short she the three different orth- orthodontists said you have to do this because her teeth will start growing out of her head oh because if the gap's too big so oh. your teeth start growing out, out of, your, of head. your head because there's nothing like a walrus correct there's yeah. nothing to butt up against yeah. the teeth to uh-huh. keep them up in her head uh-huh. so she had to close her gap when I tell you because I spent I had a gap too my mother made me feel awful for it I had to smile like this on my pictures oh, uh. until I got braces Arlene uh. did that to yeah. me so when she had a gap that was mine I said you celebrate it you are beautiful you're yeah. different because of that gap yeah. and then all the dentists tell her otherwise she was in tears years when she had to close it Mm. she said i'm gonna get it open more after i can get my braces off and it was one of those things so no yeah that was the long way of saying no yeah and i think i'm projecting because i had massive buck teeth oh yeah i've always had i didn't have braces i always had uh i've always had straight teeth but they Mm. they were very so how'd you get i was like i was like this big you Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. and i kind of i think i kind of grew into my (laughs) teeth or whatever yeah um not as an adult when i was like uh in my early 30s i got invisalign where i I just pulled it back a little bit Mm -hmm. but my um dentist was like uh you know, when they say you have to wear the retainer forever, he's like, he's like, you just have a small mouth, which is why, because my teeth are your straight. Your poor why? husband. He's like, your tongue, your teeth are always, are always moving. Mm-hmm. And it's like your tongue uh, pushes the teeth forward. Right. Or, or you know, you've got to kind of train yourself not to do that. Because he said, because he's like, well, looking at your mouth, your tongue is winning. <laughs> 
<laughs> like my tongue was constantly like well, jutting when we sleep, out. Yeah. Jutting yeah. Out when, I, when I sleep, what, what, probably, I, yeah. But um, I still don't. I mean, I don't know. I think my teeth kind of went back. No, a they, bit, they but, look great. Oh, they look you. like you've had Thanks. some, some yeah, they something don't look, done. Yeah. Look. No, no, it's fine. So, okay. So, all right. Um, we're going to wrap this up. But um, you've, got, <laughs> you've got this movie, which is a big hit, Blockers. It's in still in theaters. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Still and in and uh, it's going to be on DVD and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I haven't seen it yet because I won't go to a theater because I, I can't be near the popcorn. Because Popcorn's I, a crack for us. Because I can't stop myself yeah. from <laughs> making full. But I will see Blockers because if only even just for Ike Barron. Oh, blah, you're going to love it. Oh yeah. my gosh, you're going to fall even more in love I with it. I love them. it. I love yeah. it. And then you've, you're working on new stuff. Man, you're, you're just, you're going to, you're just going to own this town. You're going to own this town. And, you know, um, I know we're closing up, but, you know, I'm sorry that Girl Boss didn't go I, further. I know. Have you been getting compliments for yes. being so... You are yes. so funny on the show. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm bummed it didn't go further, too. People love that show. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what what the thing was. People were saying... I read reviews where people said that uh, she, the girl... The character was too abrasive. Yeah. I mean, they just didn't like her and didn't want to root for her. But I, I mean, look... I've talked about this a lot before, so forgive me for repeating myself. Uh, but uh, I mean, we were trying to tell a real story yeah. and show a real woman. And I think that especially ladies, I think we're so ingrained to watch flawed men. Yeah. Um, but we're, we think flawed women are an indictment on us as ladies. Mm -hmm. And the ideas of like, I wanted to show a strong, confident woman who is a kind of a jerk sure and flawed um, and yeah and then look, look if the if, if the show wasn't for you then the show wasn't for you or mm. you know like it was our first season so you're, you were gonna make mistakes and we could have righted the ship or whatever mm -hmm. um if you look at any like successful show in their first season you see like big changes and things that they learned along the way mm -hmm. so look you know if you didn't like the show then uh, of course like then you didn't like it but a lot of the reviews were just about the mishandling of the mm -hmm. protagonist mm -hmm. and i think that like women just kind of want to see ladies like crying over ice cream mm -hmm. you know about a guy yeah um i don't mean to minimize it but i was i there was a lot of like i'm just kind of responding to the reviews and to right. what people were saying i mean people just didn't i loved her best friend and uh, yeah that's I, that, who i love yeah but, you know i would get things like you know she would she didn't even apologize and when she did it was a little too late like like they would say like she's the most horrendous character on television okay. i was like mm. and it's my dramatic. example uh, was always like kevin spacey right <laughs> in the opening of house of cards the very first scene he kills a dog with his bare hands yes mm -hmm. he wins awards yes like Yes. Sophia stole a rug without repercussion and yelled at her boss and were canceled after one season. Right. You know what I mean? Like they just didn't find her charming. And I did. I loved her. I th thought Britt Robinson was amazing. She is it. amazing and, in that yeah. show. It's just, I mean, I mean, we talked a little about this earlier with, with uh, how women see themselves, how women see other women. And here I am with these two amazing women. Oh, go on. Just, but it, it just, it's interesting. You've got a daughter, uh -huh. you know, it's interesting how long will it take for this change to happen? What is it going to take yeah. for this change well, to happen? Well, it's like we have to have so many stories with female leads. I'm excited for the day that there are so many flawed, complicated, interesting, funny lead, female leads that one show doesn't become an indictment on women. Yeah. Like, that we're just so used to seeing it. Yes, right. And, you know, like, because, you know, girls, like... Lena Dunham got a lot of flack for what she was doing. I yeah. thought what she was doing mm -hmm. was brilliant. And like, 
you know, um, and then I don't know, like we just didn't hit the right chord or something mm. like we we just missed the mark well it's still on netflix if yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. wants to see it. it's called girl boss and i was and lucky enough RuPaul to be in it is so great in it thank so you so good much. and i was yeah. freaking out you know i think i texted him right away when there was a scene because i watched it straight away my mm-hmm. daughter just found it now my uh-huh. youngest my 16 year old she loves it um, the scene where Rue was smoking a bomb. Yeah, a bomb. Yeah, yeah. And I know Rue's history. And I yeah. was like, are you okay? Did that trigger anything? Are you all right? And I was like, bitch, no. I could do that he my had the time of his life. I did. I did, actually. It was really, it was interesting. Method, girl. That just, well, you know, it, I felt like memory. I felt like I was getting high yes. because I spent so much of my life doing right. that, uh-huh. you know. So anyway, Kate Cannon, so much success. You're so blessed and much more success coming your way. Thank it's you. It's just fantastic. So proud of you. Aww. It's amazing. Girl power. It really Mama. is amazing. Girl power. Big old movie. Big old blockbuster movie. <laughs> Blockers. Go see it. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Michelle. Until next time, my dear. Yes, baby. Bye. Bye. <laughs> can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you're gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else, amen.